Smart Firefighting Podcast. In this episode of the Fentanyl Series, we sit down with Caleb Holt of Teeks PDC. Caleb leads product development at Texas A&M and has passion for innovation. The goal of this awareness campaign is to get first responders around the world to ask the right questions around fentanyl, such as, are we taking the right protocols? Are these rumors about fentanyl true? What are we actually doing to help alleviate these problems? As we learn, there is no one right answer, and we must consider a risk-based assessment. At the end, we will also learn what is ahead in 2018 for the Teeks PDC team. We hope you enjoy listening. Uh, my name is Caleb Holt, and I'm the center manager for Texas A&M Engineering Extension Service and our product development center. And what are we doing here in Kansas City at MRI Global? Well, we're very fortunate that we found MRI Global to be a uh, participant in uh, what we are, what, what, we, what we're creating here, which is a fentanyl discussion. So, uh, the the Domestic Preparedness Support Initiative uh, funds a program that we operate called Defense to Response, and its initiative is to identify uh, highly developed defense technologies that we believe have uh, a high probability of making a positive impact for public safety and homeland security. And uh, we go through a series of down selects and we choose different technologies that, uh, uh, that actually first responders choose the first technologies. And then our job is really to, in a nine month sprint, take it from that defense oriented customer and try to transition it across to first responders. And as we began that process, uh, it became very apparent to us when we were meeting with different law enforcement personnel or hazmat team members that if there was a belief in an incident or in a particular scene that the substance that they were in contact with was had the potential of being fentanyl, it quickly became an escalated situation. It became something that uh, if it was a beat cop or something of that nature, he's, he's going to roll it up very quickly. Uh, to a patrol unit and he's going to, I'm sorry, uh, a set of beat cop, I should have said patrol unit, he's going to roll it up very quickly and try to call in a hazmat team. And so uh, we're very fortunate to have Paul Siebert, uh, who's our response technology manager at the Product Development Center. And he had a lot of experiences in his career specifically around anthrax and anthrax scares in the DFW area. And he would talk about, you know, $150,000 a day to bring in a hazmat team to try to clear very large buildings and that's in a tremendous expense, especially whenever it is not whatever the threat sus- suspect. You know, if it's not definitively fentanyl, uh, you're making a very large uh, investment. And and so we decided, you know, we've got to have a discussion about are we taking the right protocols? Are we educating people about fentanyl? Or are the first responders essentially just hearing it's fentanyl, it's bad, we're going to call in the hazmat team. And so we had to take an approach, and one of the approaches that we, t- we thought we would take is put two people who are arguably experts, uh, probably seen more exposures and more uh, fentanyl labs and fentanyl detection technologies in the country, put them in a room and just talk out what's going on in this space of fentanyl. And so that was Mike Casham and uh, uh, Dr. Christina Baxter. And so we're just very fortunate. Uh, Dr. Baxter said you guys should go to MRA Global. Evan said... Let's, let's all get together and have a party. So uh, that's the reason that uh, that's how we got to where we are today. And uh, it's been a tremendous day, I think, in terms of uh, the, t- the conversation. Uh, hopefully once we get this edited, 
through uh, you know our partnership with We Respond and SmartFirefighting.com and what we do at Teeks, you know, hopefully we can spread this message very quickly and and at least the the one overarching goal I would want to come from a fentanyl discussion is for a department to ask a question to say, okay, now that I've heard that, I would need to know more, right? I need to look at some other things and. Uh, you know, if we can create that discussion so people can start to actually uh, want to become a little bit more knowledgeable, they want to reach out and find these resources, they want to attend these sessions that conferences are going to start having, um, I think that that's going to be a success for this particular podcast series. Couldn't agree more. And, and yeah, it's a fine line with looking at the, the safety and life of a first responder to the cost of responding to something that actually didn't need to be considered a hazmat scene to then looking at how do we build this statement of protocol for this new drug that didn't exist before? Right. And, and that seems to be a problem. And I think probably the biggest hope we have within the smart firefighting community as well is just to accelerate this discussion. This is an epidemic that is not going away. And we, we appreciate that Teeks helped sort of spearhead this opportunity to now put this on the forefront because we can't just put this in the back and kind of kick the can and, and act like this isn't the problem because this is something that affects everyone. Yeah. And I think one of the things I heard today that uh, was very meaningful is, you know, I have a, <clears throat> or you hear this in, you know, at least in business school, that marketing is everything. And uh, one thing that absolutely is in our, in our media today is the opioid epidemic. Well, it wasn't until today that I heard that fentanyl is basically synthetic opioids, right? And so I think changing that naming, uh, you know, I, I, for whatever reason, I think that uh, thinking of it as a war on opioids and now people are going to want to you know be adversary towards opioids they're going to want to take a stance at trying to you know actually advance that discussion and have a conversation about how are we going to address this particular takeover of you know our, our constituents and our citizens I think that uh, that particular marketing spin is something that's going to be very meaningful for this discussion to say hey you know fentanyl is opioids when you hear opioids we're talking about fentanyl and you know for me i think that that's one thing i'm going to ask over the next 60 days is you know if if i if i've asked a first responder hey if you come across something you think's fentanyl what do you do their immediate reaction was step back and call hazmat i, I have a feeling if i asked them if you came in contact with an opioid what would your reaction be i, I feel like their answer is going to be very different i think if we can take that approach now they can say, well, opioid, you know, that could be a lot of different things. It could come in a lot of different forms. Well, now we can have a discussion about how are we going to potentially address that incident going forward. And I think that, that that was a big opportunity for me today to hear that. And now we can drive the discussion more about, okay, let's dissect this a little bit more and, and figure out what's the best protocol, the best PPE, the best detection devices, and, and go from there. Yeah, that was probably my biggest takeaway from today of, of trying to demystify some of these misconceptions of before where they thought that if they touch your skin that you're dead within two minutes to the right. point where, hey, th this is a serious threat, but it's a manageable threat. And, it, and there are tools, there are thought leaders, and there are means and companies and, and partners that are out there that we can help provide to everyone in this community to allow first responders to do their job safer, to help make the community safer. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, the presumptive tools that are available, um, and I think that uh, I'm just really excited that, uh, uh, you know, the Domestic Preparedness Support Initiative was able to uh, allow Detecticam into this particular class of defense response, because I think it, 
it's probably the most in, in the six technologies we have it's directly fighting a massive epidemic in the country that's taking place right now and uh and you know it's just uh it's harnessing technology for the benefit of public safety and doing it in a very very uh economical and affordable way and you know swipe to swipe it's the same cost product but you take all the human error out of it you get the data you know the evidence capture the the location capture um i think uh dpsi did a great job letting this one into the defense to response program absolutely so what what's ahead for teeks in 2018 and, and 2019 and ahead well so right now i mean we're spend up pretty heavily um closing out our year year two technologies for defense to response rolling out uh, this fentanyl discussion over the next 60 days will be a really important task for us and the conference lineup that we'll have uh, both for ourselves and Detective Kim to, to spread those messages. Uh, July 1, we actually open the call for solution for year three technologies. So that'll be a 45-day call for solutions. Um, we already have uh, September 18th through the 20th, again, is scheduled as the Defense to Response Technology Showcase. And, uh, you know, other, outside of that, uh, if, if you're familiar, kind of follow what we do at the Product Development Center this year. Uh, we ran an event called Under Fire. We partnered with We Respond and Darley on that particular event and a bunch of other great companies. Uh, so we just got the word that we're going to take Under Fire to New Zealand in November. So uh, that's, that's going to round out 2018 for us is, is going down to New Zealand, seeing all the technologies they have coming out of that very dense university-based population and uh, bring that technology back to under fire next spring, which uh, we're really excited about doing that again. So um, as far as the product development center is concerned, we're, we're constantly, constantly going to be on the prowl to find innovation in public safety and homeland security. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your your hunger to keep pushing the envelope here to, to bring innovation to the marketplace. And and so we've got, you got D2R uh, mid-September, you got the under fire in New Zealand November, and then you mentioned under fire uh, in 2019. When when is that next year? So I I had to double check my calendar, but I'm pretty sure it's March 6th through the 8th. Okay. Um. So uh, it's it's going to be that la it's going to be that Thursday Friday, uh, at the end of the first week of March. So that's when we ran it last year. We put it right in front of South by Southwest, which is a huge conference over in uh, Austin, Texas, and so it's going to be there again. It's gonna, same time, uh, same timeline. We might change up the. Uh, uh, the flow of the deal a little bit more we, we're probably going to try to keep people around after the demos on that second day uh, and create more engagement for people to actually have conversations with the technology companies that are there to demo but if you don't know what under fire is we invited 20 companies across the world in uh, public safety to come in and compete and uh, they competed on a stage on on the first night and only 10 advanced to the second day and then the second day was you know disney world for me it was uh, 10 technology, 10 30 minute technology demonstrations stacked up back to back. So you essentially started at a demo, went to the next one, went to the next one, went to the next one. You got to do that 10 times and arguably see some of the most innovative technologies uh, that exist right now. And, um, you know, Detecticam, which we're here for this, was the number two company in that particular event this year. So, uh, and that was voted on heavily by uh, industry SMEs and first responders. Um, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't. I tell everyone I don't participate in the voting. I don't pick the technologies because uh, I don't kick the doors in. I don't pull people over. But uh, when the first responders pick the technologies, it's my job to get it to the market. 
love it. Uh, so if people want to learn more about what you're doing and then the website, where, where can people go to yeah, learn more? Absolutely. So you can go to uh, teekspdc.com. That's T-E-E-X-P-D-C.com. Right on. Well, thanks again, Caleb, for everything you're doing with innovation in this space. And until next time. Signing off from Kansas City. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.